Hi everyone, what's up? Welcome back to In Bloom Podcast, or welcome if you are new. My name is Abby Aslan, and I am the host of this podcast, and I'm so excited because the day that this podcast is going live, it's the first day of spring, and I am so excited about that, and I hope you all are too because today I'm doing a spring reset and spring bucket list, which y'all know I do these seasonally every year. They're just something that I find a lot of joy in and it's a great way for me to sort of just lightly reflect on the last season and look ahead to how I want to reprioritize things and how I want my life to feel and be going into a new season. And I don't do anything crazy when I'm planning these. I just kind of like to look to for inspiration like on Pinterest and such and I like to think back on how the last season went and kind of just do things accordingly from there but I am definitely a seasonal person so I tend to base a lot of my lifestyle and my habits and the things I enjoy doing and then put my time into sort of I do all of that based on the season and align it with the season a lot which y'all can probably tell from all of my bucket lists each season so I'm so excited for the spring bucket list because when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spring is probably my favorite season if it wasn't for the holidays and kind of just like how chill everything is during the holidays, but I do absolutely love spring. I am an Aries and my birthday is April 17th, so I have not always loved spring to be honest. I never liked it growing up because I was just like, there's nothing special about it. And I remember in elementary school, spring was always associated with just like rain and thunderstorms, which I just think is funny because I remember being in kindergarten and learning about the seasons and stuff. And, you know, you'd have the little things that you press on the board and there would be the colorful tags and it'd be like January, February, March, April. And, you know, like January would have like a snowflake and February would have some hearts. And then March would have, you know, like a little clover. And then April would always just be like an umbrella with rain. And that's why I hated spring my entire life growing up. Just kidding, not really. But I never really appreciated spring because I just didn't really see, I guess, how special it is. But seriously, it's the best because I've been in my defrosting era and I don't remember when I posted that on Instagram. It was like a couple weeks ago. If you follow me on my personal Instagram, I was literally laying in the grass when I was walking Ella and we were laying by this pond that's in our neighborhood and I was just laying down in the grass with her and I had posted on my story because the weather was finally it had finally gotten over like 75 degrees for the first time since it's been winter and I posted on my story I literally feel like I'm defrosting and I could feel my insides coming alive for spring and that's how it's felt the last couple weeks but then ironically tomorrow's the first day of spring and the last few days it's been actually pretty freaking cold here in Houston because we have a bit of a front here but it's gonna warm back up this week so we're good but I've been defrosting and I feel like I kind of turn into just this version of myself that I don't really like during the winter and I feel like I kind of become that way because of the way my job is in the winter and I don't like that and I don't want to keep doing that going forward. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, I'm this way just because it's, you know, cold outside, there's not as much sunlight and I just don't really thrive in the winter so that means I suck in the winter. I don't like saying, like, just basically excusing my... I don't know my not it's because not even my behavior just I don't like excusing the way I am during that season based or because of the season so I don't want to blame it on the season and I never want to be that way with anything so I just love the feeling of things coming back to life again and like actually being able to visually see that and I never saw it when I lived in the city and lived downtown but now that I live somewhere where there's a ton of nature it's so crazy to see things that were dead start to have life again and it's just so symbolic of the way I personally feel when it goes from winter to spring and I never really started feeling this way until a few years ago but I've ever since I was like probably 22 I've felt this big shift each time 
it gets to the end of winter and we get closer to spring. And I just start getting really re-inspired with a lot of my personal and creative goals and especially like with creating content for social media. And I also notice I start to bake and cook and like follow recipes way more when spring comes. I have made so many random little things in the past week. I made Bria Lem from TikTok. I made her banana cookie skillet with some almost rotten bananas that I had last week. Last night, I made some copycat Caramel Delight Girl Scout cookies with just dates, toasted coconut, and dark chocolate. And they were phenomenal. And I can't wait to have more tonight. Um, And then today, I just made a little kale salad. But I just kind of did it with my own recipe based off what I know I like in kale. And it was really good. And then I've just been experimenting with so many different things. And I'm going to make some protein crepes that I saw on TikTok. I can't remember who they're from, but they're basically made with like egg whites and I don't know what else, but I'm going to make some of those after I record this podcast episode because I am hungry still after my kale salad. But anyways, I just absolutely love spring because things are coming back to life and maybe you're just like, shut up, you're annoying. No, I'm not going to because it's just, it's a beautiful thing. You know, like if you look around you outside and you notice all of that change. I personally feel like if you take the time to notice all of those things around you, you start to notice them within yourself. And it's beautiful because I'm like, okay, gone are the days of me, you know, just sulking and being like, oh my gosh, there's no sunlight and it's cold outside and I'm just being lazy. And don't get me wrong. I love all of that during the holidays, but then it's like when January and February roll around, I'm kind of like, all right, what what are we doing here? Let, let's just get the spring. And I hate to, you know, wish days away like that and wish for the future to be here sooner. I don't like doing that. But you know what I mean? Like winter's fun when it's the holidays and you can, you know, be with family and you can take time off from work when it's, when it, when it's really busy at work and stuff and you're just working 24-7 basically. It feels like I am just like get me past this and get me to where I can take back some of my own time, you know? And I know it's not like that for everyone, but that's just how it is for me. So let's get into the spring reset and the bucket list. And first, we're going to start off with my quote for this week coming from none other than Pinterest. And it says, wait, first it's from Nat Lou. And the quote says, if we don't say yes authentically, we say yes resentfully. And that leads to far more problems than if we'd said no in the first place. I love this quote so much. And don't get me wrong. It's okay to say no to things. I'm, this quote is not saying that you have to say yes to everything and be a yes man. It's about saying yes authentically. It's about saying yes when it aligns with the most authentic version of yourself. And this is a lesson that I have come to learn a little too late in life. And I don't want to say too late, but I feel like if I would have read this a long time ago, which I say this, but in all honesty, would I have had context to understand this quote the way I do today? If I heard this quote, you know, five years ago, six years ago, whatever. No. And I say five or six years ago. I don't even know why I said that. However many years ago. No, it would not make a difference because I wouldn't have had context. You know what I mean? And I think saying yes resentfully, like the quote says, is so dangerous because it does lead to so much misalignment from your true self when you're saying yes to something because it's for someone else, it's to please someone else, or if it's just because you just haven't really taken the time to identify who you are authentically and what that authenticity means to you. And it can lead to so many just sort of like domino effect type of problems because You said yes to something that wasn't in alignment with you and what you value and what you care about. And is that always the case? No. Sometimes saying yes to something that maybe didn't align with you right then and there, but you just felt like you should say yes in that moment, maybe it doesn't lead to, you know, resentment and negative things happening or bad things happening or problems. Sometimes it can lead to other great things it may take a couple bad things before you find that great thing but there are a lot of things that have happened to me in life where I feel like I haven't said yes authentically and it has been a yes that has been decided and said resentfully but I didn't really develop that resentment until later on when I realized that those times I was saying yes I was being inauthentic and it's okay to say no if it's not something that you feel like you are aligned with. So I don't know, really like that quote. And like I said, I sit here and say, oh, if I would have known this before, it would have saved a lot of problems for me. But in the grand scheme of things, hindsight's 2020. And 
that's not really true that I would save myself from problems because I wouldn't have had context. So important to remember. And my goal for this week is to not ruminate on the negative things. This is such a bad habit of mine. When I get in a really negative headspace, especially with things like work or if I have a really long to-do list and I feel really stressed out, I am terrible about ruminating on the negative and I don't like that about myself and it's something that I try to work on, but it makes the negative things even worse than they actually are, which is just a recipe for disaster because why would you want to take something that already sucks and make it even suckier? You know what I mean? So I want to just, you know, be better about sort of checking in with myself mentally and asking myself, okay, is this as bad as I'm making it out to be? And asking myself that and getting real with myself and just having little reality check moments as much as I can when I find myself starting to ruminate because I just need to stop doing that because I'm basically creating more problems out of things that don't need to be as big of a problem as I'm making them out to be. So that's my goal. And my gratitude this week, I'm so thankful to have had family time. I dropped my mom off at the airport this morning. They've been in town for like the past week, but they haven't, my parents haven't been with me the whole time. Last weekend, they stayed with my brother and sister-in-law and we like went to top golf with them and spent some time with them and went out to my brother's place, which was really fun. And then during the week, my parents were at, um, they went and saw my grandma and one of my aunts um, that live kind of close to Houston. And then they came and stayed with me Wednesday to today, but my dad left on Friday because he had to get back home for some work stuff. So my mom stayed with me Wednesday to Sunday and my dad was just here Wednesday to Friday and his birthday was yesterday. So they were here because it was my mom's spring break since she's a teacher. And then um, they wanted to come so they could see my dad's mom, my grandma, and then um, just see some family and see us, of course, as well, because we don't really know when we'll be back next or if we'll be back before the summer. To Florida so they just wanted to come see us but I was really grateful for the family time it's always really hard when my mom leaves I literally or when my both my parents leave I say when my mom leaves because I dropped just her off at the airport this morning but it literally is so hard because I always like cry when I'm like leaving the airport because it's just all of these emotions it's just really hard to live somewhere where you didn't grow up and like where your parents aren't at when you're in your 20s because especially when you're like significant other or all your friends have their parents close by and that makes things really really hard and it's just I don't know you just realize how much you took it for granted when you like did live in the same area as them and something that I ruminate on a lot actually is how each time I spend time with my parents it's you know getting less and less with each time I spend with them and I don't need to think about that I need to just like be happy with this for the time I do get to spend with them and I am happy for it it's just hard for me not to have that spiral of that spiral thought pattern because that's just the way my brain is. So I really, really am grateful that I got to spend some good quality time with them and with my parents and with my brother and sister-in-law as well and got to do like some new things, got to go to Topgolf with my family, which I've been to Topgolf like one other time, but I've never gone with my family. So that was fun. And then yesterday, um, my mom and my sister-in-law, we all went to Tiny's number five in Houston for the first time. So good. I'm so glad we tried somewhere new because we were going to go somewhere that I have been before and I'm so glad we did it. But it was a little bit of a drive, but it was so good. And we got there like right before the lunch crowd and like food was amazing. We had sangria and it was literally phenomenal. And I want to go back and try their coffee. I've had their, I've had Tiny's cookies before. That's like what they're known for, I feel like. But I really want to go back and try their coffee and some of their other food items. So if you live in Houston or if you go to the Houston area, definitely try tiny number tiny's number five if you haven't already. It is a little pricey though, I will say that, but it's worth it. Anyways, let's go ahead and get into the spring reset and bucket list. And I say reset and bucket list very loosely. This is a bucket list. It's not necessarily a reset routine. I am filming today, the day that I'm recording this episode on a Sunday. I am filming a Sunday reset for spring vlog. So that will be up probably in like two weeks from when y'all are listening to this episode, just because YouTube's a little bit, it's slower because I have to, you know, edit all the content and everything. But I will have that up if you want to see it visually. And that's going to be a little bit more of a reset video, whereas this is sort of a bucket list, but there's things in here that I do in the spring that help me reset during the season. So that's why I'm kind of calling it a reset and bucket list. So with that being said, the very first thing is to make a background for my computer slash a vision board for spring. 
So I did the absolute bare minimum going into 2023 with my vision board. And I honestly have not made a vision, like a true, true vision board. Literally, I don't even know if I've ever made one, honestly. I probably made one in like 2016. That's something 2016 me would have done. Or like 2017 or 2018, maybe. 2016, 2018, I was girl bossing too close to the sun. And I was all over the vision boards. But anyways... I did the bare minimum going into 2023 with my vision board. I typically what I do is on my notion, I have a page that I just refresh every year and I basically just change it for the year. I'll say like 2022 goals and inspo, 2023 goals and inspo. And I basically just take pictures from Pinterest, download them, and I just like toss them onto a page in my notion to where it's like a collage that I can like scroll through. And it's kind of just inspiration for the year, but it's very loose. Like it's not extremely intentional and it's just sort of based off the way things look, which is where I wanted to go with this. So I did post a 2023 vision board on the Emblem podcast Instagram, if you scroll back a few couple posts. And I, it, that was literally bare minimum. There were, there's maybe eight pictures in it. So it's like a very small bare minimum vision board. However, it is representative of how I want my 2023 to be. But the biggest thing with this and the reason why I want to do one right now is I just really want to be intentional with it. I want it to have it represent how I want my spring to feel. Feel. F-E-E-L. Feel. Not look. Feel. I feel like with vision boards, we can get caught up with focusing on how things look to other people and the way it aesthetically looks on paper or on Pinterest or on our phones, Notion, whatever, rather than how those things actually make us feel. For example, if I'm adding a picture of the outdoors to my vision board, it's because of how I feel when I'm outdoors, not because of the way it looks to other people or the way it looks aesthetically. So I want to be better about doing that with my vision boards because that just makes it a lot more intentional and authentic and true to you. And I also just think spring is a good time to revisit your vision board because you're kind of coming out of that winter slump time period. I've always found January and February to be so hard because it's coming off you're just coming off the high of the holidays and you have such a long stretch till spring break for example if you're in school and you're just waiting for spring break like every it's always I remember in high school and in college always counting down like oh my gosh this close to spring break because you just feel like you're dragging your feet through the mud and I feel like a lot of times we go into the new year super ambitious with our goals and we think everything needs to be accomplished right away and we got to work really hard grind 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 in January and then in February you realize you kind of burnt yourself out because you you know were setting unrealistic expectations for yourself and thinking that you needed to achieve everything on your bucket list or your resolution list or on your vision board for the year in one month which that's just not how it needs to go so I feel like March is the perfect time to just be like all right let's take a step back and let's look at how things have gone so far and let's reassess and let's redo this vision board because Let's make sure it's authentic to us and how we want to feel and not how we want things to look and how we want others to perceive us. So that's the first thing. And I am going to try and do this this afternoon. It's already like 2.30 in the afternoon and I definitely have a lot left to do for the day. But I kind of want to do this before going into the week because I feel like it's going to mean a lot more to me if I can do it today on a Sunday before the first day of spring than if I keep putting this off. So I do really want to get to this today. So I need to prioritize that accordingly and maybe move some other things on my to-do list to other days this week. So the second thing is to spring clean. I've never been one to like actually have a designated spring cleaning day, but I definitely think it's, it's something that I should do because I am not the best. My fiance and I are not the best together at cleaning consistently during the winter because it's just a really busy time for both of us with work and everything. So it's a little hard to keep up with a very good cleaning routine. And I'd say every two weeks we typically clean, but we don't really get a deep clean, like a deep, deep, deep clean, meaning we vacuum and mop the floors. You know, we're dusting baseboards, fans, that kind of thing. We only do that like every month but we definitely like clean bathrooms and counters and dust every two weeks at minimum. So I want to be, I want to have a day where we do a full spring cleaning and I want that to maybe not even be a day. That's a little unrealistic. Let me backpedal, but I want to have a day where I just said it again. I want to have a couple days or a weekend or maybe during the month of April have like 
one big chore for each Sunday instead of trying to pack it all in one day to sort of spring clean. So it'll be like a month long process. And I can even stretch this out over two months if I want to, because I have that many things I need to do. So for example, I want to declutter my bathroom drawers. I feel like I've been set a lot of PR lately, which I'm like very grateful for, especially like skincare and makeup PR. And I really need to just declutter a lot of it. Um, Cause a lot of times, you know, you get multiple shades of something and you don't really need like four of the same foundation. So give some away, that kind of thing. Um, I definitely want to go through my clothes, especially now that we're going out of winter. I can finally look at all of my like chunky jackets and sweaters and be like, did I wear it this past winter? No, then it needs to go. So I can do that with a lot of clothes that are just taking up space. And I want to go through my shoes as well because I've been holding on to so many shoes that don't even fit me anymore. Um, I think I've talked about it before, but it's probably been a while. My foot literally randomly grew when I was 23. I don't know why. But basically, that means all of my tennis shoes don't really fit me. And it's such a terrible (laughs) problem because obviously I don't want to repurchase like all of my tennis shoes. You know what I mean? But I also don't want to be uncomfortable with my toes all scrunched up in my tennis shoes. Like that's not fun. So I need to actually go through my shoes and the ones that truly hurt my feet to be in. I do need to get rid of them. I want to go through the trunk of my car because it is full of stuff that needs to be donated and needs to be reorganized. I want to clean out the fridge and like actually fully wipe it down and everything. Um, Really just go through like our hall closets, the pantry, um, and maybe even like go as far as putting away my winter clothes, like putting them in a storage thing, like a zip up thing and just like throwing them in the closet. But that kind of seems like a lot of work to do seasonally, but my winter clothes take up so much space in my closet and I feel like I probably shouldn't have as much hanging on my rod as I do right now. And I want to go through like my hoodies and my swimsuits, especially because those are things that I typically tend to hoard when it comes to clothes and, you know, like clean my makeup brushes and all that good stuff. So there's so much that goes in the spring cleaning, um, dusting baseboards, cleaning our patio and just really doing as much as we can cleaning our dishwasher, like little nitty gritty things like that that we don't really like doing but need to do and the next thing is to put on a springy phone case which i already have one on um i'm not buying a new one i'm using what i have but i recently changed out my phone case which i worked with caseify last summer on youtube which was incredible and if anyone from caseify is listening which they're probably not would love to work with you guys again thanks um i absolutely love caseify's cases so much because i can sling my phone like as hard as I can onto the ground across the concrete and my phone's still going to be fine and that's why I love them so much and because they have the cutest designs ever and I had this like dark green teal see-through case with a really gorgeous floral design um on my phone from when I worked with them last summer up until literally December or January so I had it on my phone for so long And then in January, I switched to like a see-through bright blue one with just like a dark blue gothic letter A on it. And I recently switched to the other one that I got when I worked with them that I haven't had on my phone at all. And it just reminds me of Florida. Um, And that's why I kind of wanted to put it on. And because it's springy without going back to the case that I had on for almost a year. It's It's one of their compostable cases, I believe. But it's like this peach nude color. I'd say it's more nude than peach. But it's like this nude color and it has orange blossoms all over it so think of like cherry blossoms but with oranges and it's the cutest thing ever it's really dainty it's just very springy and I love it I'm looking at it right now and maybe I'll eventually switch back to the teal one with all the floral design on it because that one's a lot more springy than this one I feel like this one is springy but the other one like scream spring but I love having a phone case that just sort of goes with the season I don't know what it is it's one of those things that just makes me feel like put together but if you're looking for a new phone case I definitely recommend case defy if you want one that's going to protect your phone the best and if you want to pick from like a plethora of options. If you're really simple and you're just like, give me a sleek case that just doesn't feel like I have anything on my phone and you're a little risky, I guess you could say, because you don't really um, care necessarily for phone safety or maybe you are just assuming that nothing will happen to your phone. Definitely love the Amazon um, silicone cases. If you just Google like the kind of phone you have and then silicone case on Amazon, there are so many good pastel silicone cases. And I used to use those a lot in college, but I got to the point where I was like, I'm tired of like being risky and risking my phone to being shattered. So I would much rather 
just pay extra and have a phone case that lasts longer and keeps my phone in good shape. But I do love the pastel ones that are silicone on Amazon. There's like some really pretty pastel greens, purples, blues, pinks, and there's like really pretty summery bright yellows. Um, and then if you want like a really sustainable case, um, I've had one before from Pela, Pela, P-E-L-A is how you spell it, but they have like very cutie little, I would say outdoorsy type of aesthetic, um, sustainable phone cases. And I like those. And the next is to get a spring coffee mug, which I just crossed this off my list yesterday. Um, I always have mugs for like the fall and winter. They're like Christmassy and just cozy little fall mugs and stuff. But I realized when I was playing this episode, I was like, I don't have a single springy mug. I have one that says Aries on it and it has like a Ram. It's they were super popular back in like 2017, 2018 and Target sold them like for each of the Zodiac signs. And I've like never really like leaned into my Zodiac sign or anything all that much. So it was just funny that I got it, but I liked it because everything that it said, I was like, ooh, that's very me. It says like ambitious Aries and like a bunch of other like descriptive words for Aries, I guess. And you could call that a spring case just because it's Aries, but it doesn't look like spring because it's literally black and white. You know what I mean? So yesterday I went into Target with my mom to pick up just some more granola and some more Olipop and Poppy and more espresso pods. I have to go in Target like every couple weeks to get those things because my HEB doesn't always have them. But I we walked past one of the end caps in the aisles in Target, kind of like where all the dishes are. And they have these adorable, they're kind of like a little bit oversized, which I love. I hate when mugs are like a little too small and you're like, okay, if I put a splash and creamer, a splash of creamer in that, it's going to overflow. Um, but this one's, they're larger a little bit and they're, there's a couple different colors. I want to say they had a purple, a green, and then a yellow and a pink maybe. I got the yellow one and it's literally this bright, gorgeous yellow, but it's like still a little pastel. And it just has a ton of little daisies on it, I think. But it's not like the daisies are colored. Like it's all, it's monochromatic. It's one, it's whatever the, the color of the mug is, but there's just a ton of daisies on the outside. And it is the most adorable spring mug. I love it so much. It was $10 and I like literally walked by it. And I was like, that is so freaking cute. And my mom, bless my mom. She was like, oh my gosh, let me get it for you. Like, I want to get it for you. And I was like, mom, I don't need another mug. And she was like, no, but you think it's cute. Like, let me get it. For I'm like, okay, I don't deserve you. So that was really sweet of her. Thanks, mom. Um, but very happy I could cross that one off my list already. And the next thing is to find a spring signature scent or perfume. I've been using my Way Melrose Place perfume like daily. It's like a $60 perfume and I flipping love the smell of it. And it's one that I wear just kind of like daily. Like, so I'll just like spritz it on when I get ready in the morning. And one of my favorite things, like my one of my favorite compliments, honestly, is being told that I smell good. I take so much pride in that and I love smelling good and I love that scents are really nostalgic for me because I am a emotional person. If you have not gathered that in listening to any of my episodes, I am a very emotional person. So anything that triggers nostalgia I'm going to cling to like a freaking security blanket and that's how I am with perfumes that just remind me of smells but then there's like some perfumes that I hate smelling because I'm just like oh my gosh that reminds me of a terrible time in my life for example um flower bomb that perfume I love it and I love the smell of it but every time I spray it I literally get a little bit nauseous because it takes me back to when I was studying for the CPA and when I first started my job, because that was the perfume I was wearing at that time. And that just shows how much a scent can mean to me and like how much it can do to me. But this way Melrose Place one, it smells so good, but it bothers me because it definitely is not super long lasting. Like it definitely lasts a little bit, but I feel like if you were to walk into a restaurant that smelled like something, no, it's not gonna be stronger than that. And you're gonna smell like the restaurant the rest of the day instead. Or if you like go on a walk outside, you're going to smell like outside and you're going to have to like go respray the perfume. So I don't really love that. And that's probably true for a lot of perfumes, but definitely not all. You know what I mean? So I love the way Melrose Place one. And I probably, I don't know if I'll repurchase it because I really want to get more of the Glossier U perfume. And I will probably end up getting Glossier just to switch things up once I run out of way Melrose Place. But I do always get a lot of compliments when I'm wearing way Melrose Place. But it's always when I've sprayed it on myself within the last like two hours. So you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, uh, I, I know it doesn't really last that long, but it does smell 
Oh my gosh, it smells so good. It's literally amazing. So amazing. The smell is very springy. It's florally, it's clean, it's fresh. Um, I will, I know, I already know what summer scent I'm going to use and I'm not going to tell y'all because I'm going to save that for the summer bucket list episode, but (laughs) Glossier U, I absolutely think I will repurchase or the way Melrose placed one for my spring scent, I think, because those are the two that I have my eye on right now and they're both like $60. They're a lot more affordable and I have an Ulta gift card. So honestly, it's probably going to depend on what's, what I can get with that gift card. So the next thing is spring nails, pastels for days, baby. I love spring for my nails I am wearing a like lilac purple with like a little bit of shimmer in it right now and if you're wondering what I get for my nails um if you like follow me on social media and you ever see my nails I get a lot of questions about what I ask for when I get my nails done basically I just get a dip like SNS manicure with tips so my nails are they look long like I don't get them very long at all but I get almond shaped So I get tips added on and that just basically helps me because my natural nails definitely would break more often if I just let them grow out and got almond shape on my natural nails and that would just be annoying. So when I get dip with tips in an almond shape, they don't chip as often I've noticed as when I used to get just like square and I can go typically as long as I'm not like super rough with my nails and like an accident happens my nails typically last a month sometimes longer so I love that but I absolutely love getting pastel colors in the spring I typically this time of year I actually normally get like a very specific pastel green like a very very light green but I got a lilac purple because we are getting some pictures done with a Houston photographer that reached out to us Um, and I'm kind of treating them as like our engagement photos because the inspo she sent me looked like engagement pictures. So I was like, oh, perfect. We can just like use these for some engagement photos for like our save the dates or something. But we're getting those done next weekend, I believe. And I thought that the purple would sort of just look better than the green in pictures because I felt like the green could probably give off a yellow look and that wouldn't be pretty in the pictures, especially if it's like a pastel green. So I think the lilac's a lot better, but I absolutely love getting, you know, the pastel colors, the light pink and like the light greens and the light blues oh they're so good and I used to always get designs on my nails when I had like a specific nail tech back in Tuscaloosa I almost said Tuscaloosa really weird but I loved going to him like getting spring designs I used to get um a little daisy on my ring finger I would get like a pastel color over all my fingers and then I would get like a little small daisy on my ring finger and it was always really cute so love going all out for the spring nails And the next thing is I want to go to more yoga classes and do more yoga in general, whether that's, you know, going to a class or doing it from home. So there used to be a yoga studio that's like pretty popular in Houston. I would say that like if you ask someone who is familiar with the yoga scene in Houston, what place to go to, it's probably like this place is probably what they would say. And it used to be on my gym pass, which is like basically my version of class pass that I use through work. And I don't think it's on it anymore, which is really annoying because I never got to try it out. And I was really wanting to just sort of like start going more often. And maybe I was like, okay, maybe I can just make it like a weekend thing and commit to going like Saturday and Sunday mornings or something. But my F45 location, they do because one of the instructors is a yogi and she's been doing yoga for like forever. She does free yoga classes on Sundays. So I have been going to those I don't go every Sunday I would say I probably on average go every other Sunday just because I typically I feel like every other Sunday I have plans and that's kind of how it goes so I went this morning after I went to F45 I went to my F45 like workout class and then I drove my mom to the airport and there was a gap in between me taking the earliest class and then when yoga started because it always starts after the last class so I took my mom to the airport we picked up some La La Land coffee on the way and then on the way back from the airport I went to the yoga class and I just feel like I need to do things like yoga to keep myself sane because I I'm not the best at doing it every time I take yoga like today I noticed my mind was all over the place and I was not very focused the whole time I was doing yoga is that always the case no (laughs) some days I just can't help it my brain's just you know all over the place because I'm thinking about all the things I need to do and that's kind of how today was and I was just kind of like an emotional wreck going in the yoga so it was really hard for me to just like turn all of that off and be present but I do find that on the days where I really commit to you know showing up and being as present as possible 
it is really, really good for my mind. And I feel like it's the equivalent of looking at a whiteboard with like a ton of freaking calculus on it with hardly any white space and taking an eraser and just wiping the whole thing clean in like one sweep. That is what yoga feels like to me, if you can visualize that. And I love the way I feel afterwards in terms of just like my joints and I just feel a lot more limber, of course, and I don't feel as tight in certain places. And it's odd because I always notice after yoga, my feet are one of the things that feel the best. It's so weird that my feet would feel good, but I feel like my ankles and my feet are always just like really tight, Um, especially if I go like after doing a, a workout class, I go to yoga I noticed my feet feel so much better after yoga. And I was literally driving home today. I was like, dang, my feet feel good. And it's like, I never think that. And your feet feeling good isn't something that you normally strive for, I feel like. So it's just one of those random things. But I love the way it makes me feel. I love the whole idea of just, not even the idea, but I just love going because it is something that helps me clear my mind when I really commit to it. I was not the best with committing to it this morning because I kind of walked into it um, and an emotional wreck just because I had like just left my mom. I was thinking about going back to work this, well, not going back to work this week. I've worked last week, but after the weekend going back to work and thinking about all I needed to do today and I was just not feeling good. So I kind of just went into yoga, not in the best mindset. And however, when I do commit to it, I do find that it's something that I do greatly benefit from. And even if that means just like taking 20 minutes in the morning to find a yoga video to put on my TV in my living room and just do a quick little flow. I think it could probably do wonders for my mental health and it's probably something I should commit to. So maybe I'll try that out tomorrow morning just to kick off spring with something new and that'll be the one thing I commit to this week, like commit to starting. And that's the other thing with these bucket lists. You know, they don't have to be done in one day or in one week. They can be spread out over the entire season and you can carry some of these things even into the next season. So I think one of the best ways to go about resetting for spring is to remember that it doesn't all need to be done in one day and that you can spread it out and just commit to, you know, doing one of the things or picking up one of the habits um, one day or one week at a time. And I think this week that's going to be my focus is just being more intentional about with yoga and stretching because I definitely benefit a lot from stretching and yoga. And I think that it's something that could really be good for me mentally and physically and I have always been someone that says I want to do more yoga I want to do more yoga and I've always said it said it said it and and I never commit to it and I'm so tired of being that way I will say during COVID like when COVID first started I committed to it because it was just I was like you know what I can't go anywhere so I would do like body weight workouts on my yoga mat and I had ordered a Lululemon yoga mat and that was like what got me (laughs) into it because I knew that my little TJ Maxx one just wasn't cutting it because every time I tried to do yoga, I have extremely sweaty feet and they I was always just slipping and sliding everywhere. And I got a little lemon yoga mat and haven't looked back since. It's literally such good quality and so worth it. But I absolutely love it and I want to get back into doing it more consistently because of how it makes me feel. Sorry, that was like a really strung out um, explanation of why I want to do more yoga. And next is to spend money on experiences instead of things. Oh, buddy, when I say this, I'm thinking a lot of different things. I'm sitting here in my head and I'm like, travel, go to concerts and like all these things. And I'm like, okay, Abby, you know, like that's not, that's not what we're doing because ideally, yes, that's what I would be doing. But I am having to save and spend a lot for my wedding because I am paying for a good bit of it. And that's just how it is, which is fine. But I can't be going to a ton of, you know, concerts and traveling all over the place. And it's so sad because I keep like talking to friends. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to come visit soon. And then I like say that because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm hopeful I will. I'll make time to do it this summer. But then I'm like, I can't say that to five different friends and travel to five different places this summer. Like that's so much money. Um, Because we really want to visit our friends in Miami. I want to go back to Atlanta and see my friends in Atlanta. I want to go to Nashville because I have a lot of friends in Nashville. And I haven't done like a true Nashville trip. Um, So I want to go to all those places. And even more than that, I want to go more places than that. And I just know that that would add up. And I just like can't 
really do that this year with my with needing to like save like I could probably go on like one trip but I definitely can't do that many um and then another thing I think of is you know all these freaking tours with some of my favorite artists like Miley Cyrus going on tour I need to see her but I'm just like oh my gosh I don't know if I should spend money on that and then um same thing with Drake we almost got Drake tickets because through someone we know that works where the um concert's gonna be at in Houston we could have gotten like a good deal on tickets that would have otherwise been like more expensive but they sold out by the time we got them so we ended up not getting them but in hindsight like I did not need to spend that money on those um and however it does break my heart a little bit because I have been a Drake girl since I was literally like 12 so I'm sad that I won't get to see him because I know that he's probably gonna be playing a lot of his older music and that's like what I'm very partial to and I do love some of the newer stuff too but I'm just like you know what you win some and you lose some and you can't just always you know spend all your money on things and granted I think that there are like I if I knew how much that's the thing that's hard if we like knew how much the tickets would be a couple months in advance I could set that money aside and be like okay I'm gonna save for this and I'll go to this one concert but like we never know you know what I mean like it was up until the tickets were live and then you're like oh my gosh they're that much and then you have to decide in that moment am I gonna drop this money or not and it's just annoying um definitely just have a lot of bones to pick with the prices of concerts these days. But I definitely think spending money on concerts is worth it. I'm just saying there are a lot of people that I want to see right now that I will not be spending the money to see just because I am needing to save for um, the wedding. But I will say we are going to Gulf Coast Jam back home in Panama City Beach because I got those tickets literally forever ago. I'm pretty sure I got them when we still lived in Tuscaloosa, like during pre-sale. So literally got them forever ago. So I paid for them like a long time ago. And um, I am so excited. And it's also just like the best deal for tickets because it's literally four days of country music. And the price is insane for getting four days of music. And I get to stay there for free, obviously, because my parents live there still. And that makes it, you know, so much cheaper than what it would be to like travel somewhere to see an artist, you know, because I'm not having to pay for lodging. So yeah, but anyways, spending money on experience instead of things. The first thing that comes to mind is traveling and concerts, but that it doesn't have to be that. You know what I mean? It can be something else. Um, I think of, you know, when you're hanging out with your friends or you want to hang out with this, your significant other, I think of, okay, like instead of, you know, buying a whatever, buying some clothes and going on a shopping spree, like let me go do a new experience that I really want to do so going to a cooking class or a pottery class would be so cool or a candle making class like there's all these cool things that um I know I can do like in Houston like that that are experiences or maybe it's just getting some cheap tickets to like a baseball like if you live where there's professional or collegiate sports like go get a ticket to like a game or something and just go hang with your friends and have an experience because I think experiences we missed out on a lot obviously during COVID and I find myself in the spring wanting to do more new, like wanting to do new things more often and just try new things more often and just do more, like spend my money on experiences rather than things when it's spring. I don't know what it is. It's in the air that makes me feel that way, but I always want to do things that way. And the next thing is to make some progress on our back patio before it's too hot because I want to enjoy, which I feel this pressure to do it this summer because I'm so used to moving every year that I'm, I'm like, okay, I got to enjoy our patio this summer before we move away and we don't have it anymore. But like, that's not how it's going to be because like we own this place, thankfully. So we get to experience it for multiple summers, hopefully. So I feel this pressure to like get it all done and how I want it to look because it looks god awful right now. We literally have a dying, I'm literally looking at it as I'm recording this episode. We have a dying plant um, that we got as a housewarming gift that I can't tell you the last time I watered and it's dying so that's great and then we have a grill which Griffin does use a lot and then we have our little tiny tiny bistro set that we've had since college and it's just funny because it looks really misplaced because it's made for like a college size patio slash balcony and it's just like on our larger patio so it just looks really tiny and out of place but I want a sectional so badly like an outdoor sectional and it doesn't need to be anything nice I just like want something to sit and relax on and you know just kind of like make it really homey outside and we do have some string lights that look really cute but 
the whole ground is covered in pollen and leaves and our leaf blower like our leaf blower could be on 24 7 and we would still have <laughs> leaves on our back patio that's how many leaves there are but I really want to just sort of maintain it and just maybe find a outdoor set that we really like and maybe get one um because I know for like our birthdays you know we'll probably get money from my family and stuff so maybe we can like put it towards that or something and we don't have to do this right now it's on my bucket list that doesn't mean it's going to happen but it's something that I would like to do just so that it's a space that I feel like I can enjoy more often rather than just like not feeling inclined to go out there just because it's not really set up at all and the next thing is to plant something in our yard-ish area we don't really have a true yard it's more so just like some bushes and shrubbery I guess you could say but I really want to just plant more things because there are some people who have like a lot of stuff planted and it just looks gorgeous and I want to lean into the green thumb that I don't have and maybe develop one I am just not good about remembering to take care of things but I think that I could be because I'm really good about managing a lot of other stuff in my life so I'm like who says I can't manage some plants I think I can but going off of that have you guys seen the anthropology gardening stuff it is to die for oh my gosh it's so cute I remember around Christmas time I was looking for gifts for my fiance's mom and because she has like she had this whole incredible garden like absolutely incredible and anthropology's gardening stuff is literally so cute like the little um gardening tools that they have and then there's like little gardening belts you can put on and the gloves they have they're just so freaking cute right and I love them but I didn't end up getting any of it for her just because I ended up finding something else and I was like I think she has everything she needs for the garden anyways so I was just like I feel like this would just be something that looks cute but wouldn't maybe get used as much as it could because she already has like a lot of that stuff but anyways I really want to plant something and Griffin does too because like every time we walk home or walk into our home like from our cars together you know we look at our outdoor space and we always say like that's what we can do together one weekend like that's what we need to like take the time to like sit down and do is you know plant some pretty flowers and I always want to do that but then I think about all of these freaking squirrels and armadillos that we have and they're a menace and like at night the there's bunnies there's armadillos there's possums like they are crazy and they're just like running around through the shrubs and like I feel like just digging and <laughs> ruining everything that's planted so I'm really hesitant to like put a lot of work into like and money it's a, it's money and work and labor and I'm hesitant to do that because I'm like are they just going to ruin it but maybe it's worth trying and seeing if they mess with it you know so I really want to do that and that's something that my fiance and I we've both said like that would be such a good thing for us to do together because we're always looking for you know things like that that we can do because a lot of time our time together is you know like catching up on our favorite show and things like that but we're both always like we want to like do something new but a lot of times our doing something new is trying out new restaurants and coffee shops which we love doing that don't get me wrong but obviously that can get pricey if you do it often and also sometimes you just want to like do something new that both of you like that you can like work on together and do something that like you put your heart and your hard effort into that you can like see the end result from and something like that would be gardening so I want to plant something and maybe even get like a little bird feeder and maybe if I get a bird feeder the birds will be nicer to me in the mornings because we have some gorgeous beautiful birds but oh my god they're singing at 5 a.m and I'm just like shut up like if it's literally not even light outside why are you singing so maybe if I got a bird feeder they could occupy themselves with that instead of singing to me at 5 a.m so we'll see We'll see what happens. If anyone has some gardening recommendations or some tips or accounts to follow or something as I lean into my green thumb era, let me know. Send them my way because I'd be all about it. Next is I want to take more trips to the farmer's market. And I really want to do this because I love farmer's markets and I love getting like fresh foods and ingredients I will say they are expensive but I think that if you get your basic groceries and then just like have your few things that you get from the farmer's market it's so worth it and the farmer's markets in Houston are just like crazy you can like google farmer's markets and just like drive to them and go to them 
I remember in Tuscaloosa, I just like loved going because it was walking distance from my apartment. So I would just grab Ella and we'd walk like literally not even half a mile and be at the farmer's market. And there was always like a little coffee food truck and I'd get a coffee. I'd walk around. I'd get some flowers. I'd get some fresh bread, some vegetables, and that would be it. But the farmer's markets here in Houston, there are people with literally like fish that they've caught, um, homemade pastas, just all kinds of crazy incredible things so you can like spend a lot of money really fast because I went one weekend with Griffin's parents and I had a blast but I spent some money and it was fun but and we got a ton of great food but definitely was expensive but I definitely just want to go more because I think it's just such a fun Saturday outing and even if you like don't get anything it's just fun to like walk around even if you just like get a coffee from one of like the little vendors that makes coffee or you get your breakfast there or something because a lot of times people will come out there and they'll like literally be cooking there too so it's just one of those small things I like to do that brings me joy and something about going in the spring. Just love it even more because it's a very, I feel like farmer's markets are very, they feel like fall and they feel like spring to me. They're very, I associate farmer's markets with the fall and spring a lot. And the next thing is to have a social media free day, one day a week. This is a little ambitious. I feel like I need to do it on the weekends usually so that I can enjoy my weekend more, but that's a little hard because that's typically when I am trying to like post more and everything since I can't really post like during the week because I'm just like working and I mean I can but you know I'm not thinking about it I guess you could say as much especially like with stories and stuff so I need to like just not get on on like Tuesdays or Wednesdays or something random like that and I also like to see like what my friends did over the weekend and stuff so because I feel like most people typically post on the weekends anyways So I really want to do this. I did a social media detox day um, about a month ago and it was so nice and so refreshing. I definitely talked about it on the podcast, I believe, but so I won't go into details, but I definitely want to do this just because I think that it's just something that we all could use less of. Our phones are so addicting. Social media is so addicting and I just don't want to be, you know, constantly picking up my phone to just, you know, see what other people are up to and like consuming content 24 seven And I feel like it just frees up a lot of mental headspace and my brain feels a lot less cluttered when I don't get on social media a lot during a day. So I want to strive to have one day a week where I'm not getting on social media. And the next thing on my bucket list is to watch more sunrises and sunsets. And honestly, this is really hard because our new place that we live in, which I am so blessed and so thankful for it. But I told Griffin, um, my fiance, I've said, you know, next time we buy a place, I'm going to prioritize the sunlight and the direction we face so much more. And I did prioritize it a lot. You're probably listening to this if you like know me and know that I'm a content creator, like on YouTube and stuff, you're probably like, you didn't prioritize lighting as a content creator. Are you crazy? No, because like right now I'm sitting in my living room filming this and I, we have good light and it's, it's really nice and it's pretty but we don't get any direct light and that's what's really hard there is one room like my office gets really good lighting and I think that's why I kind of didn't really see it to be a problem when we toured this place because I was like oh it's like it's definitely bright like during the day in the living room and like I knew that one room was pretty bright um or got good sunlight but the direction we face I do not like it because I don't see the sunrise or sunset at all and I didn't realize how much I took that for granted and like the apartments I've lived in over the years I've always been able to see the sunrise or sunset and I always appreciated it but I definitely took it for granted because now I can't see either from like the windows of any of the rooms in our place because they all face the same way and I just don't love that because the sunrise and sunset is one of those other small joys that I just like really love like watching a sunrise and sunset is one of the few things in life where I can just like be in the moment and be present. And I don't know what it is, but certain things of nature, one of them is being at the beach and one of them is watching sunrises and sunsets. But that is, those are really probably two of the only things where I can be fully present in a moment. And it's just because I'm just like in awe of it. And I, they do so much for my mental health, honestly. And I appreciate sunrises and sunsets so much. So it's so hard because I'll find myself, like, if say I'm 
you know, out of routine and I'm driving somewhere and it's around sunset time, like say I'm driving to pick up a curbside grocery order or something around sunset time and I see a sunset, I literally always have the thought, dang, when was the last time I saw a sunset? Like it's been a while and I hate that. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, ah, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I have had this discussion with like my parents and like with my fiance and I'm like, you know, when you're buying your first home, you can only be so picky. Like you can sit there and have your list of your non-negotiables, but at the end of the day, you're not going to check all of your boxes, especially like as a first time home buyer more than likely. And sacrifices are going to be made. And, you know, I absolutely love our home. And if that's, you know, the sacrifice I made for now, then so be it. I can go see a sunrise and sunset if I want to. It's not like I can't see them ever. I can, I just need to physically like move out of my place to see them, which is not like move, move, but you know, get out of my home to go see them, which is fine. And I am very thankful for our home, but I did take a mental note that I will make sure we face a specific direction next home we get and that we will prioritize that more over other things, like maybe over, I don't know, the way the kitchen is or something. Who knows? But I love me some sunrises and sunsets, so I want to go out of my way more to make sure I'm seeing them and appreciating them. And next is to experiment with making my own iced teas. I love tea in the fall and winter, but I never drink it in the spring and summer. And I do not like sweet tea. I forced myself to like it when I was like later in high school. Um, And I did kind of like it for a little bit, but honestly, I would just rather drink like lemonade if I'm going to have that. You know what I mean? I just don't really love tea. I do like unsweetened iced tea, but I, something about sweet tea, I just do not like the way it tastes. So maybe that's criminal, but whatever. (laughs) I want to experiment with making my own iced teas though, because I feel like every spring I will stroll the tea aisle in like Target or HEB or something or Whole Foods and I'll find like this very fruity, like tropical kind of blend of tea and I'll buy it and then I won't do anything with it because I'm like, oh, I don't really want to make a hot tea, but it's like, no, I can make it ice. I just, you know, have to take the time to do it. And oh my gosh, I remember last year, like this time last year, I was making sport tea a lot. I remember that being like such a thing from Bria Lem on TikTok because she talked about sport tea and I bought some and I literally still have some and it's actually so good. It's like a very citrusy tea. Maybe I'm going to make some of that today. I forgot I had that, but I just want to experiment with making some iced teas and I know I have, I literally have like a prickly pear tea. I have, you know, mango green tea, I think, or peach green tea, something like that. And several other like fruity spring type teas. And I want to actually make them because they're just like chilling in my drawer. And the next thing is get back to cream makeup products and play with makeup more and just like have fun with it. I feel like I'm always like following what's like trending with doing my makeup and lately I've just been doing things that I want to do and just like playing with it. So I'll like I'll experiment with a certain eye look or doing my eyeliner or eyeshadow a certain way. And something I've been loving doing lately is like truly coordinating like my eyeshadow with my outfit. And last weekend we went to dinner in a Rockets game and I was wearing this like really beautiful pink bodysuit that I got in my newly order that I rented and I was like oh my gosh I have eyeshadow that like matches this bodysuit so well and my one of my like old Anastasia I think it's the Amrezy palette I don't even think they sell that anymore and I did like a full pink eyeshadow makeup look and I had so much fun with it and I just like loved that it coordinated with my outfit and it's like one of those things that just like heals my inner child is like letting myself do something like that and not like feeling like I need to have this no makeup makeup look and like you know soft glam like whatever no like I'm gonna do what I want to do with it not just like make myself follow the clean girl makeup look or the certain trends with makeup and just let myself do what I want to do with it you know and it's so fun and I love using cream makeup products in the spring and summer I specifically love doing, like when I go in office, I always mix my super goop sunscreen with my drunk elephant bronzing drops. And I do that as like my base. And then I do the rare beauty under eye brightener stuff because I am not loving my concealers right now. I have the Kosas one and I have NARS creamy radiant and I am just like not loving either of them at all. So I've been using the rare beauty eye brightener instead as like using that under my eyes and then I do the merit bronzing stick which I freaking love and then rare beauty blush and the say super gel I think is what it's called or glowy gel whatever that liquid highlighter is called and that's basically like what I do on my face and then I'll do like eyebrow gel sometimes I'll wear mascara sometimes I won't and then I usually dust the hourglass ambient dim lighting powder all over my face to like 
top it off. So it's not like fully a cream. I have to do some powder or my face is just going to look funky at the end of the day because everything's going to move around. So I have to do some sort of powder on top. But I absolutely love doing like that type of um, cream products look in the spring and summer, especially when I just need to get ready in like 10 minutes and I don't have time to like play with makeup. And I've seen a lot of people doing like makeup on or eyeshadow on their inner corners, which I always do that with like a, you know, brightening color or shade or like a highlighter. But I've been seeing people do it with like pinks and greens and blues. And I think it's so pretty like just to do it on your inner corner. And maybe you're like, that sounds crazy. No, it's beautiful. Like it's such a fun pop of color. Maybe that's not your thing. That's totally fine. But I definitely want to experiment with that too. And I also want to try new places with great outdoor scenes more this spring. So what I mean by this is trying like new, going to new like coffee shops or bars or restaurants and like maybe like commit to trying to go on during happy hour or something so that we can like save some money there or something like that. Cause we really don't go out to eat that often, but I, and I notice now more than ever how expensive it is because we don't go out as often as we used to when it comes to going out to eat. But I definitely want to maybe like once a month try a new place that has like a cool outdoor scene, especially before it gets too hot because having a cool outdoor area and like just atmosphere is so underrated. And I can think of several restaurants in Houston that I like love going to because I love their outdoor scene and it seriously makes a huge difference. So I definitely want to try out some more places with a cool outdoor area just because it's like such a vibe. I love how when the weather's really nice, you know, you can sit outside and like enjoy a nice drink and some apps. And it's just like, oh, one of those simple joys in life. And I'm back to making monthly playlists. So I had to put that on my spring bucket list because I want to keep up with it. And what I mean by this, which I talked about this in my episode talking about um, things to do if you want to, you know, feel like you're living and not just existing and how to like fall back in love with your life. I talked about making monthly playlists in that episode. So I won't, you know, elaborate on it here much, but I love making monthly playlists just so I can go back to them, revisit them, and listen to all the songs that I loved in that month. And it's something I did through all of college and I, or majority of college, I guess you could say. And I have been trying to get back into it because it's something that makes me happy and it helps me seek out new music more often, which is something I definitely don't do enough. And the next thing we have is to get more time in the sun and get more vitamin D in general. Um, I always hear all the benefits about getting, you know, 30 minutes of sunlight in the morning, like as early as you can from when you wake up. And I try to do this. I basically like treat my morning walk with my dog as this, but it's not really direct sunlight. Like I'm just kind of outside, but it's hard because a lot of where I walk my dog is just like very shaded. So I don't really get direct sunlight, but I want to get more time in the sun, get more vitamin D. I have already laid out by our like neighborhood pool and I plan to do that a lot more and like read by the pool because getting time in the sun seriously is transformative for my brain and my mental health. So I definitely want to prioritize that as much as I can because I can feel like I'm in such a funk or just feel so down and bleh and I can like go sit in the sun for 30 minutes and feel like a new human. And I literally will go, I, <laughs> I literally go and lay in the grass. I talked about it earlier, but I will walk my dog and it's so funny because there's a bench, but I won't sit on the bench. I will lay in the grass with my dog before I sit on the bench because I'm just like, that makes me just feel so alive inside. And it's just the concept of grounding, I suppose. But I definitely want to prioritize more time in the sun, especially because we're coming out of winter. So we got to appreciate it. And the next thing is to visit some dog parks and find some new walks I can go on. I used to always walk Ella on the Heights Lake bike trail when we lived downtown. I would just like drive 10 minutes to it and then um, get a coffee. I said coffee is so weird. (laughs) Get a coffee. Get a coffee and walk her. And I loved doing that, but I'm a lot farther from that trail now at our new place. So I just want to find like some new like walks because there's definitely plenty of places I can walk her near me I just need to like try some new ones out which I love going on long longer walks especially now that we've sprang forward so we have more sunlight during the day I've been taking her on like one whole extra long walk a day because of that which has been so nice and I typically do it like right um I either do it right after eating dinner right around sunset or it's like right before I cook dinner and after I'm like just stopping work for the evening or before I like get back on, if I have to get back on, I like to do it either like an hour before sunset 
or right around sunset and I love going on walks and it's just something that definitely is good for my mental health and my physical health of course and last but not least it's to plan a beach trip and I know you're like didn't you just say you don't need to travel yes but I will not keep I won't let that stop me from you know going to the beach because the beach is literally like the only place I my mind isn't running 24 7 and I feel like I can be present and I am craving being at the beach so badly right now. It is driving me nuts. Um, and I know I will be going home for Gulf Coast Jam, but I say plan a beach trip. So that could mean going home or that could mean going and visiting a beach that I haven't been to before. But ideally going somewhere where we have someone to stay with so that we don't have to, you know, like get an Airbnb or hotel or something. And like I said, we have friends in Miami that we've been saying we're going to come visit them for so long because we don't know if they'll live in Miami for like forever. So we want to visit them while they live there. So like that, for example, and then like going home even back to Florida. I need to stop calling it home because I live in Houston now. And like, this is actually like my legitimate home. But going back to Florida, whatever it is, I just need to get to the beach because your girl's going to go crazy if she doesn't go soon so I need to have the beach to look forward to and like have a literal trip plan so that I can like count the days down for it so I'm not just like sitting here going crazy wishing I was at the beach all the time because if I have a time plan to go to it I can look forward to it and like stop obsessing over it so much in my head but when I don't have anything planned I'm just kind of like oh when am I gonna go so I want to like actually plan something but that's all I have on my spring bucket list for you all and my resets and the things I'm kind of doing going into this spring and I hope you all have a wonderful first day of spring if you're listening to this on Monday and if not um, I hope you're having a wonderful day regardless and I love you all so much thank you for listening and be sure to follow me on social media if you want to keep up with my content elsewhere and on YouTube and follow the Emblem podcast Instagram of course so you can keep up with the new episodes and everything And be sure to leave a review and I will talk to you all next week.